0: guys working class bow hunter just doug and i here on this one how are you doug i'm not too bad how about you i'm doing great um and i'm excited to learn we got brian anderson the tick terminator is on the podcast man what's going on
1: hey thanks for having me i always love to talk about ticks man crazy crazy thing that i do it's it's nuts you gotta be you gotta be half crazy a little nuts have a weird strange fascination with ticks to do what i do you know but yeah here i am
0: that's going to go to my first question. Cause as soon as people start talking about ticks, I start feeling like crawly, you know, and I'm, I imagine you get over it when you talk about them as much as you do.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Where, why That's ticks? A, What's the fascination? What's the deal?
1: I don't know. When I was a little kid, uh, I, I live in Michigan. Okay. Michigan is a big state. Uh, I was born in upper Michigan and then we moved way down state, and then we would go up to visit my grandparents, you know, uh, and they lived in a beautiful spot, 175 acres in the woods, you know. Uh, and we had visit them, and uh, they had ticks there. And to a little boy, it was just kind of fascinating because it was different than a mosquito, but yet they didn't really bother you. And uh, they would crawl around on you, and, and mom would, you know, do a tick check at night and take them off. And you never had a problem with them. It was just kind of a little interesting animal that, or, well, not animal, but but anyways, uh, a thing that, that sucked your blood. But you didn't even know it was on you half the time.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So mosquitoes—you can, you watch them land, you can feel them bite, and then you slap them, and you can see the blood. Yeah. picks are different. You know, they're kind of stealthy and, and secretive, and you don't know you have them. And uh, that's, the
0: that? <laughs> that's the worst part.
1: Fascinated. What's that?
0: That's the worst part.
1: I know that's the worst part. As a little kid, we never had any problem. You know, I'm I'm gonna be sixty-four this fall. You know, I feel like I'm twenty-four half the time. You know. <laughs> But it's (laughs) because I get so excited about this stuff. It's probably about 10 years ago when I kind of had a renewed interest in it. You know, I've I've always, you know, I I live in Upper Peninsula, Michigan, a very rural area. I'm sure you guys are familiar with it. Yeah. Uh, Great hunting up here and fishing and stuff like that. And uh, my wife just despises ticks, you know, like any normal human being, of course, you know, especially her. Yeah. And uh, I was trying to figure out ways I could, you know, what will I do when I bring them in the house, for example, you know, on my clothes, what's the, what's the best way to to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And I was doing all kinds of experiments in the basement with ticks, you know, bringing them in the house, even, you know, <laughs> and use it on a white carpet. I had the grandkids down there. They called it a wood tick and, you know, with Papa. Uh-huh. So uh, we would play with them and try to, you know, see what they would do and try to get them to, to respond to, different cleaning products or anything i was just trying to get them and, and i was having a hard time getting them to move around much
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, at the same time i got my one of my good buddies was having a really tough time with lyme disease and i'm sure you guys are familiar with that
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: it's just awful it's just debilitating it's terrible yeah so so,
0: so is Lyme, into- how long has lyme disease been related to ticks for is that is that the only thing lyme disease is from or can you get it from something else
1: Pretty much ticks. I'm, gonna, I'm never going to say for sure. That's the only way. But the vast majority, 99.9% of places you're going to get ticks is, is from a uh, Lyme disease is from a tick. Yeah. But that's, that's where I started to have this interest in doing my experiments. And uh, I finally bump into a really cool repellent called permethrin, uh, which I, I gave you one of those samples. I don't know if you used it yet. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that yeah. kind of got things going, and I started looking around about Lyme disease, and and there's hardly anything out there about prevention. All kinds of wonderful things about uh, once once somebody gets Lyme disease and how to take care of it, but hardly anything about prevention. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, gosh, you know, I have a weird interest here, so maybe I should start looking into this stuff and, and uh, finding out about uh, the permethrin finding out about uh, other things, you know, of how you can keep them away from you and keep them off you and what, what you do with them. So uh, that's kind of the early beginnings. I remember I got a video of my grandsons and I uh, walking through the woods like 10 years ago. And uh, we found a tick. We had a little 22 with us, okay, you know, because they were small. Yeah. So uh, we found a, found one on a stump. and We got a picture of a, a video of us shooting a tick with a 22 on a stump <laughs> good <laughs> so and then you could see where the, the little you know lead goes in there and you can't even find a tick anymore of course but it was exactly. fun you know when you're <laughs> six years old and, and 10 you know
0: yeah well so, uh, t- ticks to me um i guess i've known a couple of guys that had lyme disease um i guess in the hunting industry the most recent or and i don't know if it's the most recent but the most well-known case that I is when we had Kip Campbell from red arrow, he was on the podcast and he had a really hard time with Lyme disease. And he kind of opened up to us about some of the struggles he had had um, and just yeah. how brutal it is. But I've heard from a guy that I knew that had, it. he said, it's like having the flu every day for five years.
1: Yeah. Achy joints, flu-like symptoms. It can be just miserable.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: and, and that's, that's if you're lucky. I mean, because sometimes Lyme can give you a brain fog, You know, you can, your vision can go blurry, uh, neurological problems like that. I'm not a Lyme expert, but you know, I I know a fair amount about it because of what I do.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And the whole trick, the whole key here is, is uh, early detection and early treatment. Those people there, uh, they were the unfortunate ones that probably didn't realize what they had and months and months went on. And then it's really hard to get rid of it. If you got bit by a tick, let's say today, Mm -hmm. and you had a symptoms tomorrow, achy joints, flu-like symptoms, just feeling like crap, all right. And let's say you're all the
0: time. uh, Maybe I do have (laughs) Lyme disease.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then let's say you had a a bad uh, reaction to a bite. Okay. Anytime you have a really bad reaction to a bite, you should have that looked at by a doctor. And, And and sometimes. It may be, uh, it may be a, 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 we'll call it a tick-borne disease. Lyme mm. disease is one of them. I mean, you can have babesiosis or tularemia, osis, tularemia, spotted fever, you know, alpha-gal syndrome, which is allergic to red meat, never be able to eat venison again.
0: I wanted to bring that one up too. That was one on my notes here yeah. that I'm like, we got to talk about that.
1: So early detection, early treatment is absolutely the biggest thing that you have to do. If you get it in the nip it in the bud, so to speak, in the beginning, you almost always are not going to have a problem.
3: Okay. It's,
1: it's, so you go to the doctor, and, and, and normally they're going to put you on a, a real general antibiotic, which is called doxycycline, which is kind of the go-to, the standard one for most problems that people have with ticks. And you're on that for maybe 10 days or you know two weeks, something like yeah, that. Yeah, like a
0: normal, like a, kind of like a Z-pack type thing.
1: Yeah, and that almost always takes care of it. But if you just oh. think, oh, I'm just gonna tough it out and and it will months go on and then you're then you're screwed. Then it's really hard to get rid of. Really yeah. hard to get rid of.
0: So what like what would be a red flag for the bite? Like when because I've had some buddies that have a tick bite and it's like red around. It. I'm like, ah man, that's scary. But I knock on wood. Personally, I've never had a tick bite where I'm like, ooh, I need to yeah, me neither. be take extra precaution with this one. But like what if someone doesn't know what to be like at what point do i need to really be like ah shit we better look into this a little bit or i need to do something
1: some kind of re- i mean pe- people are different okay uh you you may act react have no reaction to let's say a mosquito bite uh, the guy next to you may react really bad to a mosquito bite just people mm-hmm. are different the same, right. the same mosquito yeah so ticks are like that too so people are going to react differently to them i tell people if they have a really bad reaction somehow i mean I've had people, their elbow swells up, their knee swells up, you know, uh, some kind of bad reaction like that, mm-hmm. uh, or if it's called a, a bullseye rash, where it looks like a bullseye, you mm-hmm. know, it has circles around it, that is a telltale sign that yeah. that is more than likely for sure going to be Lyme disease. Wow. So that is for sure the time to go and see the doctor.
0: What I'll Do you know, things. oh, go ahead, go ahead, keep going.
1: Yeah, I want to uh, make sure I say this. A doctor, a lot of times, a doctor will look at the symptoms and give you the antibiotic, not based on a test result. It's too early in the in a thing to ha- uh, in a whole uh, issue to have a, a positive test result. So they will, base it on man, you got a bullseye rash, it's a really bad infected. Uh, your achy joints, flu-like symptoms. You have all the the symptoms of a, a bad tick-borne disease, possibly Lyme disease. We're going to give you antibiotics right now to stop it before we have to wait six months and then get a positive result. Then it's too late.
0: Yeah. It's not in your system. Okay. And that makes sense. So, do you know, like, is there a statistic on like what percent? Because I imagine it's like the tick that carries Lyme automatically. Or is there something that happens in the process of the tick biting us? That Lyme, I, you know, I guess I don't really know how that works. I don't even know if that makes sense. But is that, you get what I'm asking, kind of?
1: I, like, I think so. So you're thinking if you get bit by a tick, they say sometimes it takes 24 hours or longer before that tick has to be on you in order for you to possibly get Lyme disease. What I'm saying there, if you get bit, that's why daily tick checks are so important for you hunters, you know, yeah. whether you're out uh, uh, hunting or if you're out scouting. Uh, or whatever you're doing outdoors, when you come back, and I, you should do a, a good tick test, tick test, tick check. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, say and yeah, what, we got you.
1: So what you do is you check every place. I say men, women. I said check every place and whatever you're thinking. Yeah, even there too. Yeah, so if there's skin there, they can they can be there. So uh, you know, <laughs> go in the bathroom. Got a big long mirror. Drop your <laughs> yeah. drawers. Check everything. You know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, um, like that Brad Paisley you song. You never know.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's okay. scary. So is, is there like a certain percentage of like ticks that might carry Lyme? Is there like an estimate out there that they're like, oh, we think 40% of them probably carry Lyme? Or
1: Well, you can't really, – it's actually in different areas. I mean like New England area, for example, is, is the worst in the country for Lyme disease. Okay?
3: I didn't in know different that.
1: pockets there, they may have uh, – it, it's, it's, a, it's a black-legged tick – we nicknamed the deer tick you have eastern black legged tick on the east coast western Mm -hmm. black legged tick on the west coast those are the ones that get the most notoriety for carrying lyme disease all right and out east is is really bad i mean uh uh actually
0: i feel so creepy crawly right now just let you know
1: (laughs) i know i get that all the time (laughs) 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 i'm not offended at all it's just part of it
0: i'm like i'm itching but i'm not trying to seem like i'm itching but i am because i keep thinking about ticks crawling on me
1: yeah i know you, you're probably gonna have a tick check even after we're done here you know i know. Yeah.
0: don't have to have doug look at me in the bathroom it's gonna get weird
1: <laughs> no we'll check you each other <laughs> <laughs>
0: right oh, i guess i could just wait sorry doug um, it, you want me to save you or not but but before we, i want to before we talk about like you know the black legged tick I always thought deer ticks, sorry, I don't know, but I think that this is a misconception in the hunter woods that are overly informed. I thought only deer ticks could carry it. And when I look for deer ticks, I'm looking for the one with the red on them, the red marking on their back. Is that right?
1: They are the ones that carry Lyme disease the most, the most by far. Okay. The other one that I've heard recently is called a a Lone Star tick. Okay. That's a, that's a a tick with a, a white dot on its back. Now okay. That's the female. The females are one that's going to go on us. The males don't, don't uh, bother with humans very much. So think of a white dot on its back, the Lone Star tick. Uh, I've heard that the, on occasion they may have Lyme, but most of the, everything you read is the deer tick. Okay. So that's, that's by far, you know, the vast majority is the deer tick.
0: Okay. What versus like a wood tick? Yeah, you always hear that term around here, a wood, right? Yeah. Is that what you've always heard, Doug, growing up? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a wood tick. What's different? A wood tick can't carry lime?
1: No, I mean, uh, a wood tick is just a nickname for the American dog tick.
0: Okay, they, which is yeah, what? Yeah, the American how, dog how...
1: tick, and they call it, the nickname is the wood tick. It's kind of like the black-legged tick. is called the deer tick. That's the nickname for it. So that's, I mean, I'm not going to get into scientific names. It's too fancy. Yeah. And that's way beyond me. I'm a regular guy. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. We don't need to know that, that anyway, because we'll yeah. never use the scientific terms.
1: Yeah. Who, screw the scientific name. that That's for the, you know, the the Scientist. PhDs and, and professors. <laughs> I'm not that. I'm just a regular guy that has this crazy fascination, spend hundreds of hours and years of research on it. Yeah. So I can talk to regular people. I'm regular, just like you, you know?
0: Yeah. So, so, so wood tick, dog tick, same tick, different names. Yep. Um, they're not known to carry Lyme disease as far as we know. No,
1: no. They and can those carry are smaller? Like early... What's that?
0: Those are a little smaller than the deer tick?
1: Uh, no, uh, the deer tick are the, sm- the smaller ones of those. Oh. Yeah, uh, but it depends on, well, let me tell you the life cycle of a tick too. It's kind of interesting. If you didn't, probably don't know this, but don't a know. female, because this answers some questions that you have too. A female tick, Gives birth anywhere between a thousand to five thousand tick eggs at a time.
2: Holy shit!
1: Which is, is disgusting. All right, she lays I, them on I the force. <laughs> she lays them on the force floor. It takes her a couple of days to do that. After a couple of weeks, and it's about now in June when she's done that a couple several weeks ago, and they're in the egg for about two weeks, and they hatch out the egg, and like any newborn baby, what are they looking for? Something to eat. Yeah. So the closest thing to them on the ground that they can get onto for their first host. Is typically a white-footed mouse, okay? They get on the white-footed mouse, start sucking the blood out of it. Now, the germs or the pathogens, they call them, the fancy name for germs, that comes out of the mouse that goes into the tick is what gives them a disease. They're not born with it, okay? Interesting. So, the white-footed mouse is kind of the culprit here. And I got a lot of stories on white-footed mice, you know, uh, stuff too. So, anyways, after about three days, they drop off the white-footed mouse. And uh, they do whatever ticks do, which ain't a whole lot. I mean,
3: <laughs> yeah. they're
1: just fat and sassy. They sit around and just just bask in that full belly belly, you know, that they just had there. Yeah. And they molt into their next series. That fall, that winter, they come out the next spring. They gain two more legs, because now they have eight legs. That puts them part of the arachnid family. They're part of the spider family. So the next uh, spring they come out, the next spring they come out as a... Uh, as a nymph sized tick, the size of a poppy seed, okay? Uh-huh. They could be on your shoelace and you wouldn't even hardly see it. That's why it's so important to treat your shoes and, and shoelaces with uh, permitter and stuff because they could be on that and you wouldn't even see them. And that's, and that's why they're so responsible for uh, transmitting a lot of diseases because they're so, you can't hardly see them, okay?
0: Ah, oh, dude, they I feel down. so itchy, Brian. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> yeah, it they feels on, um,
2: really gross knowing that, like, from a mouse to you. Yeah, from a mouse to me. Like, yeah. I thought that they just had it or not, you know? Yeah.
0: I didn't
1: yeah. know they are sucking so on they, the mouse
0: before me. A lot of good information, though.
1: <laughs> they may get on us, they may get on a little animal, and they suck the blood for a couple days, then they get off, and then they do whatever it takes to again. It ain't a whole lot. <laughs> they just bask in that full belly again for that <sighs> fall, that winter, come out the next spring as a full blown adult. All right. Now the now when they got Lyme disease, even as a tiny little tick, they're just as lethal as a full-grown adult. They don't have to be big in right. order to be a problem. So as the adult, they look for a low, like a little bigger animal, maybe a coyote, bear, deer. A lot of times they'll end up on a deer, and then the male and the female will both be on the deer at the same time, and they'll and after they they feed, then they'll mate, and then uh, new they new ride year. it. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, I've seen videos of it too. I mean, it's it's amazing. <laughs> anyways uh, the next spring they get off uh the male gets off and dies The female gets off and she gives birth to a thousand five thousand that's enough to kill anybody and she dies then too so it's about a three-year life cycle is typically how that works
0: longer than i thought it would be though to be honest yeah. considering they you know do,
1: they have to eat one time a year and that's it think of the groceries you could save if you didn't have to if you only ate one time a year that's all so they do
0: eat one time a year as in like you know when you yeah, then you got to support 5,000 kids. When you have a tick on you, right, yeah. Or, <laughs> or if, you're, if, you're the, if you're the Doug tick, you got to pay child yeah. support hey, for 5,000 kids. Hey, yes. <laughs> but so when they're on you, when you catch a tick on you, like if it's kind of bit you, is it eating on you or is it is when you see them swollen up on like a deer on its neck and it's full of blood, is is it they're eating in both stages, just one's full? Or I, I don't know the process. I don't even know how to ask them these questions because-
1: no, I mean, yeah. If if they're stuck on you, they're stuck in your blood. Okay. If they're stuck on you, if they're still walking, they they didn't they didn't uh, find you. Uh, they didn't find a spot yet. They're looking for a spot.
0: Okay, and what? they do. What spot is ideal for a tick on your body? I always hear waistbands and shit like that.
1: Yeah, that's right. Waistbands behind the knees, around the ears, along along the uh, uh, hairline. Uh, place i've i've had them uh, on my feet before uh but where you're gonna find them is in the low-lying grass okay i mean you know regular grass okay mm-hmm. uh, and and low-lying brush remember they don't you're fall feeling out itchy of too trees. aren't
0: you doug <laughs> yeah. doug's itching i checked myself
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: sorry
3: bro
1: <laughs> they don't fall out of trees they don't jump they don't fly they sit on a blade of grass and they call it questing oh they're just waiting they're they're opportunists they're they're uh, very rude uh egotistical <laughs> hitchhikers they don't even ask they just they just latch on as they walk by you know yeah and then they try to suck your blood so i mean you know nasty little varmints so but
0: that, when you, that's, sorry i keep cutting you off because i'm like eager to ask questions but sure, go ahead so when you see a, a tick on a deer when you shoot a deer and it's like it looks like a dang grape it's yep. full of blood okay. it's full right but like how long will that tick stay on that deer like that
1: well, they may stay on that for the winter, depending on what time you saw them.
2: Oh, really? Really?
1: Yeah, it's not uncommon for them to stay on for the winter. They just yeah.
2: feed when they want.
1: Yeah. Now wow. you have different types of ticks too. Uh, since you this is a hunting show, it's, I can I can say this here too. Uh, I want to show you about removal here, dude. Don't let me really forget that because I yeah I, I got my little pet ticks here. You know oh. to go about removal.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. We need to know that. Like that's part of the yeah. process here.
1: Absolutely. But anyways, a uh, uh, big game, let's say, uh, up uh, in northern uh, New England, let's say uh, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont,
3: mm-hmm. they
1: have a tick up there called a winter tick. Now, the ticks I'm talking to you just about now are the normal ones. You guys where are you guys from the Midwest, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, Illinois, Iowa.
1: Yeah, okay, Midwest. So I'm talking about the kind of ticks we have up until now. I'm going to talk about a different type of tick. It's called a winter tick that uh, feeds on bigger, bigger game like moose, uh maybe elk caribou things like that if they have mm-hmm. i don't know if they have much caribou up there but i probably have some some uh elk but definitely moose up there you know that big moose country yeah excuse me anyways this winter tick is just devastating the moose population up there right now it's really becoming a problem because this tick uh gets on high vegetation where moose you know, I, you know, you know, you know, big moose is of course. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they're going to get on the moose and they spend their whole life that one tick on the same moose. Okay? They don't get off it like the normal ticks I was just talking about.
3: Right, right.
1: And they get on there by the hundreds. And it drives the moose crazy. They actually have a nickname for the the moose that are having a hard time. They call them ghost moose because the moose have hundreds and thousands of ticks on them sometimes. And they, they don't uh, uh, groom themselves like a cat does, okay? Yeah. Or some animals like that. Or a dog does not groom themselves. We need to groom the dog. Uh, but moose cannot groom themselves, so they can't get rid of the ticks. So they rub themselves up against uh, trees, vegetation, anything like that, trying to get these ticks off. And so what happens is they're rubbing off their, their outer fur, and they're left with the white fur underneath that – makes them look ghostly. They call it you could look at wow.
0: them. Oh, okay. Ghostly. How miserable would that be?
1: And they're losing a, a huge population of the calves up there too. It's it's really becoming a problem. I heard it in other spots too, but that's probably the worst area up there.
0: So what do you do for something like this? Like even in our in the Midwest, the ticks we have in, in New England and some of the northern states out east. It's like it controlled burns, like what's the what's the main <laughs> way to like dampen this parasite i guess right it's a parasite isn't it
1: yeah that's that's the problem is is there's not a whole lot you can do that uh, that's does, the problem
0: has, has there been any studies that show like whether or not control burn makes a difference or not
1: what are you gonna do burn the whole woods
0: well a you lot of guys saying? with like crp fields and stuff like that um they, and they, the,
1: yeah but, they can they can try that on a limited uh, limited scale of course Right, but right. still, I mean, uh, as an example, some other people are—they're are, trying to go after the the white-footed mouse here too.
0: Smart, okay? yeah.
1: Here's a couple things. Uh, I got a picture here of. Uh,
0: we need more snakes.
1: Yeah, this here is a, 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 a kind of an experiment that's being done in uh, Pennsylvania right now, where they're trying to. Uh, uh, this is actually you can't your uh, listeners can't hear, but it's it's a little uh, a little trap there where ticks they're trying to get the ticks to come in there and eat this food they have in there for them and give them a virus so that when the ticks start feeding on the mice the ticks will die or they won't go to their next stage of life.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're they're hurting the ticks. That's one mm-hmm. that's one theory they're they're experimenting that right now. Out in uh, Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket, so the, some of those islands out there yeah. off the coast of uh, Massachusetts, where the, the rich and the famous, you know, go to flakes are <laughs> horrible for Lyme disease out there. Really bad. A couple years ago, this guy was—he uh, uh, had a theory and, and a proposal that he's proposing to one of the one of the uh, islands there that I that he wanted to uh, genetically alter a bunch of mice so that and then let he wanted to let loose 100,000 genetically modified mice on an island to interbreed with the existing mice to offset their pathogens, their germs, so they wouldn't give the bad stuff to the ticks, and so you wouldn't have Lyme disease.
3: Mm, but they didn't,
1: talk, they didn't sell them on that quite yet, but I mean, think about it, living on an island. Yeah, we're going to let loose 100,000 white foot of mice. You know, <laughs> right. that, that's, so people are thinking along those terms you know, what can we do? Can it be burns? But, but the mice thing here too is another option here too. Uh, that's another part of it. We just got to live with it. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just part of the life. That's crazy. But wow. I didn't, I didn't realize it all came down to that. So, um, let's, can we talk removal now? And then I want to talk about product and how or why it works.
1: And Um, speaking of when I say tick suck, uh, this is my license plate. <laughs> got me, uh, tick suck. T I is for your listeners. It says T I C S U C, tick suck. And I just got my wife matching plates. Oh. Her says tick suck, but instead of a C at the end, it's got a K. So we got matching plates now.
0: I bet hey, she's uh, thrilled.
1: Yeah. Only the tick terminator would do that, you know? You got, you you're, got a little Yeah, Yeah, tick in the shape of a hand grenade. Yeah, I speak around the country, you know a lot of different places for a lot of power companies where they have outdoor workers. Yeah. Uh, well, it's do, a concern, uh, man. Talk, if you're it? out
0: there all day, you, you need something. You need to be conscious of it. Yeah. Like, You get Lyme disease or one of these other, God forbid, oh. a red meat allergy as a hunter. That's yeah, you know, I know that, that collapses. Most of our diet.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I've, you know, I'm you sure take red
0: does. meat out. We got beer and fried stuff. not salads i know that (laughs) yeah yeah i mean we'd have to change our diet right we're not trying to change our diet
2: Guess i'm eating chicken all the time
0: so let's let's talk about if you get bit what's like the process for removal
1: okay here i have a my pet tick here this is an adult tick that's a deer tick you can see the different coloration here Mm -hmm. and let's say it's stuck on you right there okay the head is in in your body you know right now okay yep what you want to do when you remove a tick is you want to be nice to it okay you don't want to tick off a tick in the removal process. All right. Uh, once you get it off, I don't care if you shoot it with a 30 at six or a broadhead or whatever you want to do.
3: Yeah. But
1: take it off nicely. Cause you don't want to, you don't, you really don't want to grab it by the body, which we have all done. Yeah. Okay. You want to grab it at the very base. And there's a couple of actually good products. And I have nothing to do with these. I am just saying that they're good. Uh, one of them here is grabbing at the base here. This is called tick ease. It's a fine tip tweezers which you would grab at the very bottom right here. Okay. Yep. And so you're right above the skin and pull it straight up. You don't want to grab the body. Or else you could also use this little device called a uh, a tick key where you put the the tick goes right in the hole right there and you slide it off. But this right here, the fine tip tweezers is the best thing to use grab it right at the very base and then pull it up okay, okay. and then monitor that bite uh make sure it doesn't have a bad reaction uh you may want to keep that tick on my website the tickterminator.com there's actually some place where you can send them in if you really want to find out does it what diseases does it have
0: uh oh wow
1: not everybody does that but you can if you want to good
0: to good to have that option if you need I'm still crawling and itching a little bit. This is hilarious. There's, There's a lot of here.
1: companies, companies that have outdoor workers, for example, power companies. I work with a lot of them. Uh, to them, a lot of times it's a recordable if somebody gets bit, especially on the job. You know that they have to make a note of that. So uh, yeah, but yeah, being gentle when you take it off. The sooner you take it off, the better. Daily tick checks are very important. Uh, so that's. To keep that in mind, does that, that kind of make sense to you now?
0: Yeah, yeah. It so, does.
2: can a uh, can a tick really live if you rip it off and the head stays there?
1: If I don't think it's going to live very long, okay. Because you kind of tore it apart doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even if you had a little bit of the head stuck in your in your skin, just wash it off, soap and water, or rubbing alcohol, whatever. It, your your body will, you know, God made our body so it can, you know, just extrude that, you know, puke that out of your skin there. Yeah, a couple
2: days so i think we've all and been there and we, we've we tortured some ticks back in the day and
0: well our buddy they survived ross, pretty well ross had a bite last turkey season that was, it was a concerning I, I took that one out it was pretty bad and they, i think he actually ended up going and got a probiotic he did i think he did after about two, that's what i mean an antibiotic he had um the bullseye on there pretty big one
1: okay and you got dr cycling for it then there's some kind of he, antibiotic I, it got
0: treated yeah he
1: okay, got he
2: good. went to
0: a doctor and got treated like but i think he waited two three days before he went yeah
1: oh that's fine yeah that's fine yeah you don't want to wait two or three months
0: yeah know. yeah okay a
1: couple of days okay. or a week uh it, gonna be fine yeah you're, you're still in that but
0: so let's talk about like prevention you know like what's uh what steps can hunters take like what products are out there? What's your breakdown, your number one recommended product, why, or what other options or what could you buy at a sporting goods store just right here, right now, if now, if the, right after listening until they get in and order some product from you, like something that temporary to just use in the meantime, if they're paranoid or whatever. Permithrin Okay.
1: Permethrin is without question, the best product that you can possibly get for uh, as a tick repellent. Uh, but let me explain how permethrin works versus how DEET works, okay? Okay. Uh, we, we all know DEET. It comes in lots of forms. It's off and, and just straight DEET and whatever. Uh, the way DEET works is it was created in 1945 for the military. The scent, the aroma, the smell of it is what uh, a mosquito or some little fly is going to notice. Their little antennas in their head sense that smell when it's, when it's on you, okay? And it tricks their brain. skinny little worthless brain and says hey man there's no blood there so then they fly off Mm. okay that's how DEET works now the difference between DEET at 25% and 100% is not it's not any stronger at 100% it just may last a little longer on you
3: okay okay. that's that's a
1: myth people don't understand 25% 25% DEET is usually plenty adequate and sometimes the higher percentage maybe may be a little harder sometimes on some plastics if you sprayed it on some things. So 25 30% normally is, is plenty adequate for most needs. And some of it will last for up to 10, 12 hours sometimes, whatever it says on there.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but that's the difference. So that's how DEET works.
3: Didn't the know way
1: Permethrin works is totally different. Permethrin works, uh, it's sprayed on the clothes, all right, like I gave you there. And uh, it binds to the fabric of the clothes. So, it's very unique. A uh, beat has a daily application, or you gotta keep repeating it, you know, every whatever it is, eight, ten hours. Mm-hmm. But Permethrin binds to the fabric of the clothes and actually stays there. You're already scratching from ticks, right?
2: I just, <laughs> you know, I'm feeling a little itchy. There's something on me for yeah. sure.
1: So, anyways, uh, uh, it binds to the fabric and then it even stays there through several washings, depending on what type you have. The -the over-the-counter, most of it uh, is going to be, let's say they could get at, let's say Walmart, for example, today, you could get some that's good for six weeks and six washes, okay, Mm -hmm. which works great. It's it's, it's a great product. Uh, Sometimes you get a little aerosol can, uh, and it's only good for two weeks, okay, but that's how it works. It's called a contact repellent. Here's how it works. It's sprayed on the clothes. It's best to let it dry at least a couple hours, or I say best overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times, uh, uh, I have a lot of, uh, electric, uh, uh, alignment that will get off the truck, spray down right there on the spot before they walk through the grass. It'll work wet as well as it works dry. It's just more convenient when it's dry because for hunters, it's odorless. Perfect. Which is, which is key for you guys. I'm yeah. a hunter myself. I, I don't bow on, but I rip on, you know, every mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. November fifteenth is our national holiday in the UP. I think. <laughs> right. Never miss. It doesn't thing. surprise
2: me in the UP. <laughs> yeah. So. But
1: odorless, anyways, that's uh, big. That's big. So anyways, the the ticks get on us approximately around your shins, your ankles, and they start crawling up. All right, and they they notice it because it affects our nervous system. It drives our nervous system nuts. Every step they take, it it's it's driving them crazy. All right. If a tick is on clothes, they say for about a minute or a little longer, a lot of times it will kill them or they'll fall off because they can't stand it any longer. Uh, that way, that way, because at the end of the day, you can have a lot less ticks on you if all your clothes are treated.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that That's kind of how that works. I, I had a black fly land on my thigh a couple of years ago, and uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, to me, it was just sheer entertainment, you know, <laughs> because... Of course, my genes were treated with permethrin, and this black fly is dancing. They call it the hot feet syndrome. It's like on his tiptoes, wondering if it could have talked and say, What the heck did I just land on here, man? This stuff is driving me crazy. <laughs> right. It would eventually flew off. Now, a mosquito would react the same way, but they don't smell it. They don't notice it until they come in contact with it. Okay.
3: Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
1: Keep, keep, that's the difference. The contact repellent in a in a uh in a the scent of repellent so right. if you had so the the best one two punch is permitrin on your shoe socks pants shirts and you know like a baseball cap like you guys have yeah uh and then and then per, and deet on your skin that's the best ppe you can possibly do
0: no kidding you got well, it all right there so you're you're man that's that's it's cool that you broke down how it worked, because I always wondered that you always hear, D de- permit you hear the those things you know and so I always wondered how it actually worked and repelled. So yeah, I guess if you doubled down if you're worried, about, especially right now with everything in the woods, it's a miserable time to be outside in the timber. Yeah, uh, good to know. Great information. I think yep. this pod there's a lot to learn from this podcast. We've never we've never covered these topics in the detail that you're going in um Because I mean, Lyme disease is scary. Ticks are just scary. They're creepy crawly. Like, you, I feel like Midwest hunters are always worried about ticks. I hate them. But, but we, everybody knows that Yeah, everyone should hate them. Little turds.
1: Yeah. You, so you need don't... to respect them. You need to check yeah. for them because you know it only takes one tick to really mess things yeah. up.
0: I think that's the most
2: scariest fact I've heard so far is I have one thousand to five thousand babies for one tick.
0: It makes me yeah. want to get Jeez. one of them crop duster airplanes and have it full <laughs> of permethrin <laughs> and just pay them to just smoke out my property with permethrin. Yeah, atom bomb of per- permethrin. That's what we need.
1: There, there is some company that does that for like uh, camps, you know, where kids go to camp for a week or something like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, makes sense. Because you yeah, like spray your yard, don't you? Well, I sprayed my yard for mosquito. Well, I haven't done it this year, but I um, i can't remember what I bought. It's like a white milky thing that you mix in with water. I don't know what it was. It works really good for like four days. So if you're going to have an event, oh. I'll spray, and it almost like wipes out everything or just keeps everything out of the grass. But I can't remember what it is. It's a little bottle, I don't know, a few inches tall, a couple inches wide, and it's expensive. It's like 50 bucks for the. little it keep ticks away too, though? I don't know if, i don't i don't know i'm not sure Never a tick I, did, I did it for mosquitoes
1: yeah if, if you're around your yard if you're keeping your grass short uh around they like leaf litter okay like oh, okay. around a, a wood pile uh they need they need moisture to survive uh they're not going to be out in the middle of a, a pavement uh so let's say if you got a swing set for kids that's better to have that in the sunlight than in the shade because ticks are going to be more in the shaded areas think about that um I mean, sometimes, I mean, on my website, I even have stuff there that if you put like a barrier around your yard of like wood chips or gravel or something like that, three foot all the way around your yard, that's going to make it a lot harder for ticks to walk over that stuff. I mean, that's cumbersome, really hard for them, you know. Uh, And then the less deer you have in there, the less wildlife you have in your yard, Mm -hmm. uh, the less ticks you're going to probably have too, because they may drop off when they, you know, when they ride on their host. A good
0: point. It's um man, all this stuff is scary. It's like it's scary to think about, but it's like, you know, I I I'm lucky I don't have a, a couple hunting properties where I found a lot of ticks on me, and then I notice other properties. It's like guaranteed when I walk through here to check this trail camera and come back, I'm gonna have six ticks on me. Yeah, like every property is different. I feel like Iowa is worse than Illinois for ticks. It seems like you guys are always talking yeah. about ticks more than we talk about here in Illinois. I- I've got them a lot, quite a bit. Chandler's More- Iowa farm. He said they're it's thick, like a problem. Yeah. It's pretty wild. So it's just kind of crazy. I wonder, like, what the density, like, what what makes up the density, just habitat for a certain farm.
1: Yeah, yeah, they got to have some kind of uh, habitat. I mean, uh, moisture is is important to them uh, because here's the thing. Speaking of moisture and and uh, and heat, let's say you're out in the woods. And you came back home and you, you had clothes that, that were not treated with permethrin, let's say, for example. And so, so you may have a tick on you. If you find one tick on you, chances are there's probably another one that you didn't notice yet. So here's a little, uh, little trick. What you do is you take those clothes and you put them in the dryer, not the washer, in the dryer on high for about 15 minutes. That dry heat will kill all those ticks and then you can wash them.
0: Oh, okay. A, I got you. Good tip. That's on, a great tip. On my actually.
1: website, uh, I've written a couple bulletins that I that I use because I, I work a lot with safety directors at uh, different uh, uh, electrical co-ops around the country. So I'm basically training the trainers, okay, to, so they can help keep their people safe out there. And uh, right on my website, right on the first page, they can download each of, each of these little uh, bulletins. They're like three or four pages each. What I did was I condensed a whole bunch of information and put it in the three or four pages so people could just look at the, what's the good stuff here? You know, I don't want to, yeah. I did all the research on them, you know, so save you all the time. One of them, the first one I did a year and a half ago is called uh, the Tick Prevention Safety Guide. And this year I came out with one called uh, the Hidden Cost of Lyme Disease. Uh, so there, and I, I gave those out to safety directors so they could learn more about these so they could, when they- yeah when they do their tick talk to the guys <laughs> <like>
0: uh, that. <laughs> they
1: got some good information to give them. And what you I, know, a lot of stuff I mentioned is on that, what I talked about.
0: It's funny. You said TikTok. our buddy, Joe, we talked to him before the podcast I told him what podcast we're about to do. He's like, Oh, you got to call that one. TikTok." <laughs> and I'm like, yep, yeah, that's funny. I like that. Yep. Now, you're doing, you're doing a lot of good man for hunters and people that work outdoors. I, I, I know you probably realize like, the magnitude from this podcast, there's a lot of people with kids that, and that go yeah. up that think about this stuff that are not like simple Camping precautions, like that. how to treat it, how to prevent it. And then if you find a tick, the dryer method, that's that's a golden piece of information right there.
1: It is. It's really cool to, to, to know that you guys ever heard of uh, Tom Nelson with American Archer. Yeah. I met him. I was doing a, uh, uh, uh I, I do numerous, uh, uh, outdoor shows radio shows
3: mm-hmm. and this
1: is a Michigan one because he's down from he's from lower Michigan yeah and I him and I were on uh, this same show you know a, a segment away from each other okay
3: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, later on he contacted me and uh, he said I need to get some of this this permit stuff you're talking about so I sent him down a sample and and I got to play this video that that he did it's just phenomenal for you okay uh i want to stop start it here uh he, he this was this past spring he said brian i'm going to canada hunting uh and i want to try this stuff and see what it's like and uh i said sure so i sent him down a sample and here's the video i'm going to see if i can play it
0: okay we'll see where yeah if it doesn't play like if it doesn't translate well you can just send it to me and i can overlay it
1: okay i wonder if it's going to Work
3: on my Hi, I'm Tom Nelson. Hope Can you hear that? Yeah. Yep. And I'm here today to talk about a
1: pest, ticks. If you're like me, you hate ticks. I do. I'd rather have a dozen leeches on me. Oh, locked Oops. your phone. Hang on a second.
0: That guy's got, like, he's such a, like a classic. Great muscle. In the hunting industry. That yeah. is a great, you should, yeah, you should be very... That, that's a mustache like what you I know. aim for. That's what you aim for in a good mustache. Talk about a pest. Ticks. If you're like me, you hate ticks. I do. I'd rather have a dozen leeches on me than one tick.
1: And on a recent hunt in Canada for bear in the springtime, we were in a heavily infested area. There were six other hunters with me. At the end of the week, I was the only hunter that hadn't had a tick on them. Oftentimes in the evenings, hunters were picking several ticks off of them. Me, zero. What did I do different? I utilized the tick terminator spray before I went out. I treated all my clothing with them, my camel clothes, my blue jeans. Never had a tick even crawling on me. So if you live in a tick-infested area, hunting in a tick-infested area, think about utilizing the tick terminator. The tick terminator
0: keeps you tickless. It's a pretty good endorsement awesome. there. for, And he's testing it where, the, where bugs are thick, too. So, yeah, I know big ticks Yeah,
1: he did that all completely on his own. That was awesome. totally unsolicited.
0: Well, it's uh, easy to do when you you think something works and you believe in it. Which I mean, heck, when you come back like that with those results, you got to believe in something. Like yeah. That.
1: <laughs> so, I was pretty proud of that. Then I figured you guys being bow hunters, uh, I figured it, you. Had it applies it. well
0: to us and our listener base. Um, and I really appreciate you taking the time to share all this info. Yeah, just their families too. Like just
2: cause you know, we do everything outdoors now. So yeah.
0: Fishing right now, especially that's where probably yeah. most people fishing, shooting archery out and about. Um, if some were give, give some of your information out if someone wants to get some of this prevention products and get all the information from your website, I guess, or wherever else okay. I can find you on social. Okay. I mean, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm pretty much on my website there. Uh, and if, if product I, that i gave you the sample on mm-hmm. uh was uh it's right on that front page there it's permethrin what's unique about it is permethrin comes in a couple of different forms uh actually it was uh, i'll back up here and say permethrin was actually created in 1973 uh and basically permethrin is a synthetic version of pyrethrum which is a naturally occurring insect repellent that's found in the chrysanthemum flower but in 73, they made it usable because we with Americans, we want something that's cheap and easy and, and, and easy to use, you know, and, and readily available. So they created four different options for it. Uh, one is for farmers to put on their cattle. One's for farmers to put on their crops, keep bugs off. Another one's for doctors to use for licensed scabies. And the fourth version, these are all different mixtures. The fourth mm-hmm. version is what I, there's a sample that we're talking about for our clothes.
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: So that's what we use. Anyways, it actually comes in two different forms, already pre-mixed, like uh, you can buy at Walmart. Mm
3: -hmm. And the
1: company I work with, I'm the only one in this company that works with outdoor workers and outdoor enthusiasts like you guys, hunters and fishermen, stuff like that. And uh, what's unique about it is it's the only one that actually you decide how long it's going to last because it's a concentrate.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, They can mix it up to last for three weeks, mix it up to last for six weeks, nine weeks, 12 weeks. 24 weeks uh, and they, they decide how long it is. they just mix it right in a bottle uh, well, I'm not going to show because this is for audio but uh, that's how it is and when they have the that mixture kind, the concentrate it's basically 50% cost what it's going to cost them to buy uh, from Walmart Right. Cause they'd have to buy $80 worth to get what they can get from this for like you know 45 or whatever it is uh, What's awesome really about it is like money.
0: the majority of hunting is like for us bow hunting in our area is like late October through mid November, and you could basically be treated that with whole one, time yeah, with one with one treatment. Yeah. yeah,
1: but then you got to mm-hmm. think about in the summertime when you're out there scouting too. Yeah, yeah. true. Then yeah. you're out there checking your trail cams.
0: Right. Yeah. Right so, now, we're setting them. Right now, we're doing food plot work, like all that stuff. You probably have one. You probably do have. A tick I bet you me, have right? a tick on me. I better right, check you right now. I'm feeling that you don't do that to me. Bend over after this. Yeah. So I mean, not in front of But like you
1: guys, it's not. It's not just a fall. It's part of your life. So it, it's, it's year round. Know, so yeah, it's, it's practically year round. So well, uh, they need to have it, you know, for their. I mean, like my deer hunting clothes. I mean, for your for your clothes in the, in the fall. Uh, You probably use the same clothes every day, all the time for the fall. You're not going to, you're not going to wash them. possibly have a scent on them or unless you use scent lock or something like that. Yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, you're exactly
0: right. It's, it gives you that peace of mind when you go out there. So man, great info. I've learned a lot on this podcast. It's very interesting. It's the most creepy crawly feeling I've ever felt during a podcast. So thank you for that. (laughs) We hold that title. We've done a lot of them, and this is the first time I've itched the whole time, uh, just off the conversation, which is hilarious. Um, I'm going to drive myself nuts going back and looking at the video of this podcast because i i feel like the whole time I'm like <laughs> doing this. I still feel oh, you've been itchy. pretty good. Okay, well, thanks. Probably, I bet you—you you talk to a lot of people that get fidgety, huh?
1: Yeah, well, I do presentations, and, and uh, towards the end, when we do some Q and A. And the guy says, man, I'm starting to go like this. Just like you are, Kurt, you know, just, uh, oh man, you know, you can't help it. So, uh, not I, so I'm to hearing that.
0: Well, I'm going to be thinking about ticks every time I'm in the woods now. And then I'll think of you. So I'm going to think of you a lot. And uh, so just know that you're going to change. You've actually changed the way I think about ticks a little bit, knowing the life cycle and prevention and and the dryer prevention. method even too. It's It's all, it all matters. It's all good yeah, that's information. Great info- yeah, great information.
1: Using Permitrin, that's the best defense yeah. we have out there. Here, here's, yeah. a, here's a good example, okay? A couple years ago, this local cable company wanted to try this stuff, and uh, so they did. They had two guys working next to each other all day long, climbing poles, you know, doing cabling and stuff like that. At the end of the day, they counted ticks. One guy had 30 of them on them. The yeah. other guy had three, okay? So uh, the guy that had three obviously had the to treat it closed. And my thought is, I'd rather attack my chances with third through a three, than with thirty.
3: Oh, yeah, of we, we don't
1: live in a perfect world, you know. Mm. Uh, sometimes they still may get in there. I mean, turkey hunters, you know, bow hunters, uh, they're all out in the woods. Uh, they all need to uh, be protecting themselves. Yeah. And that's and and that's that's the way it is. Now, when I'm when you're ready to close, let me know. I got a poem about ticks too.
0: Oh well, let's hear it. Let's hear this poem.
1: <laughs> you got it all. <laughs> I
2: had a question before, before <laughs> yeah, we get to the yeah. poem. Is sure. there any other diseases that they, ticks can carry other than, um, was it Lyme disease and what's the other
0: one? The other one was, I uh, wrote it down, Alpha AGS.
1: Alpha, alpha gale syndrome. That's the one where you get allergic to red meat. Yeah, yeah there yeah. are other diseases like babesiosis, ehrlichiosis, tularemia, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, Powassan virus um uh, sure. there's some other nasty ones out there
2: i could tell you not to ask yeah, just, that like, well yeah, like, ignorance is bliss <laughs> <Yeah. Doug. laughs>
1: so just, just kind of think of every tick as bad yeah yeah uh, not every bite is going to be bad but if you have a, ba- a bad reaction to a bite you know that that's when you need to uh to, to do something about it you don't Take want to so,
2: how do you not feel them bite you because they're bigger than mosquito How do you not feel a bite? From how do
0: you not feel a bite?
2: Yeah, yeah. feel a bite from
1: because bite. because God gave them a special little saliva that they spit on you before they inject their stuff in there, so it's painless for you.
2: Like they numb it?
1: Yeah, they they kind of numb your skin, <laughs> and then in the winter time, I don't think God, God gave them saliva.
0: Up, I think the devil. The <laughs>
1: <laughs> he also for the winter time he also gave them some little enzyme in their body that kind of acts like antifreeze so they don't freeze to death because they don't freeze to death in the winter time
0: i don't like it so, ticks, ticks can just go away that's i don't like that i'm i'm feeling itchy well it's pretty bad it's good to know Here, this because my- next time there's a like you know there's that hearsay conversation like there always is in deer camp about ticks i'll know just a touch more than the next guy, unless he like works for you or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's him. Oh, <laughs> so let's, let's hear this tick poem.
1: It goes like this. I hate them little suckers. I want to terminate them all. So I do it with permethrin and love to watch them fall from head to toe. I spray this stuff my shoe, socks, clothes, and hats. Cause it works on more than ticks like skeeters, chiggers, and even gnats. So I ask you, if you're listening to keep away from Lyme, get started with permethrin. And now is the perfect time.
3: Thank you. I love it.
0: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) The only
1: poem you you ever heard about ticks, I suppose.
0: It is. Uh, And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I'm going to make one more R rated. Yeah, you can do that on the other series. (laughs) But thank you so much, man. Great information. I think our listeners are going to learn a lot from this. I know I did. I think about it differently now already. Um, I feel like I need to go white. I take a shower or something. I feel itchy. Um, but
2: does a no. shower actually help?
1: Yeah, I mean because okay. if you if the tick is not attached to you yet, a shower is going to help. You know, if they're just walking around, and you're looking around. Oh, where can I suck his blood? Yeah. Uh, you're gonna knock them off. You know. Good question, so Doug. If you didn't, uh, if you didn't get them in your tick check, that, that may get them right there too. So yeah.
0: And the dryer method—that's my favorite. I like the dryer. Yeah. Just an extra dose of security. Just toss them in there when you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. One more time. Any social media accounts or anything where people can find you?
1: I'm on Facebook, but I don't do much with Facebook. I'm, I'm kind of old school, I guess. And my website has a lot of good information on it.
0: Yeah, Um, That's all you need. I'll link that in the description of the episode. So people want to go on there. They can just click that and I'll go right to it.
1: Sure. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me guys. It's been a blast.
0: No problem. Of course. Thanks for being here. Doug, you got anything to add? Uh, I hate ticks. <laughs> I hate ticks. <laughs> All right. Me too. Mine is uh, go shoot your bow and keep the ticks off you. Good luck out there and stay safe. No Lyme disease. Listen to that poem again. Thanks, guys. I'm Will Cooper, host of Hunt HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast.